I love that game, though. Oh, my God. I love Outer Worlds. I never finished it. I need to finish it. Oh, I, f- I thought it was so fun. I, I, got, I oh really I, enjoyed it a lot. I got like, stuck. Yeah. Well, just you you got made everybody, stuck? She made everybody mad on a planet. I accidentally oh. killed somebody, and then the whole planet yeah. got pissed. And, then you and then I, the whole, yeah. I couldn't finish I wanted to do all the quests for the fucking trophies, and I couldn't fucking do it because I killed somebody, and then the whole fucking planet was pissed at me. What was I supposed to do? Yeah, that's something that can happen because it's an obsidian game. <laughs> Sam, you can Sam. fuck everyone over. <laughs> she she literally will play a game. She's one of those people that will play a game. The game will tell her what to do or what she needs to be doing. She'll skip past fucking everything. She'll kill mm-hmm. the most important people. And then she'll look over and be like, what do I do? I, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. You probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Here for another episode of Everyone Sucks Here with Sam Sushi and AJ. That's the new Hi, jingle that happy I'm working on. <laughs> I don't like this jingle. It's my we'll, we'll get better at it. We'll get better at it. Okay. I'm AJ. <laughs> Are you? God, that evil laugh. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I want to be AJ. No. Why don't we just switch identities? Did you week? literally just about to say you don't look like an AJ? I don't know. I mean, like, me, uh, no. I mean, <gasps> how dare you? <laughs> Switch identities. Who gets to be who then? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I could be Sam because that's like a pretty. Well, then you'd have to be. I you could you you'd have to be oh. Sam. Yeah, because you have to be sushi. I'd have to be sushi. You'd have to be AJ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, this here. Weird. Here I am. My name is Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent impression. Yeah. I love it. Ten out of ten. Mm. Hello and welcome to my New York bar. What can I serve you? At least you finally, at least you finally got the deep voice. He usually gives me the deep fucking voice because he's like, I don't know how to talk like you. Hello and welcome to my new York bar. I like in that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't do a chipmunk voice. No. Oh, why not? I don't know. (laughs) God, you suck. I might be able to try. I could practice, but I'm not gonna do it here. Like, okay, fine. We're just recording. Okay, fine. (laughs) I guess AJ. Do it or no balls. Yeah. So. <laughs> that just reminded me of the time where we couldn't get sushi to stop saying big balls. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get her to stop. Oh, I, don't remember, I don't remember what episode or minisode that was, but God damn. Was she all over those big balls? <laughs> That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. So this yeah. just occurred to me. Normally, I, I know, like right before we start recording, I was like, I was like, I don't think we have anything to say, but it just occurred to me right now to ask this. Mm. So I was gonna say, mm. like, you know, to anybody listening right now, since we're at the beginning of the episode, I, I you know, I kind of want to know, like, what do you guys think of like the, the how how are you guys handling like the minisodes? How do you feel about the minisodes? Do you like like the kind of that little bit more of a tangents that we kind of go on? Um, I'm just kind of curious what people think about the minisodes in general. Um, so, you know, if you guys have thoughts, you want to hit us up at, uh, contact at everyonesuckshow.com or hit us up on Twitter at ESH podcast, or, uh, like we said at the end of the minisode last time, you know, the sushi crew, um, <laughs> we'll see it. We'll see it in, in your discord sushi when, when they come rolling through and letting us know what their opinions are. We, we all are, just so. talk about the podcast. Yeah. So I'm just curious, you know, cause I, I personally, I really like the minisodes. Like I like them a lot. Like mm-hmm. obviously I love the full episodes too. Uh, especially because we all get to share a story, but I think like the rambling that we get to do is kind of nice mm-hmm. sometimes. Like it's just nice to just 
shoot the shit for a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, because like, we have more time to. Yeah, yeah, because they're still it's it. still mm-hmm. shorter, but like it's we just got the time to do so. Yeah. So. Well, um, that's really just because you know we only have one story to talk about exactly at a time. So, so you know who wants to start us off with this this one? Who's got who's got the spicy asshole? I one? always go first. I don't want to go first. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. Willing, tell tell them how you feel, Sam. <laughs> I'm I, I'm willing to go first. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get this. Okay. I'll get mine out of the way. Okay. It's not, she doth protest. <laughs> she doth protest. So mine is: Am I the asshole for calling out my VP of HR for having a McDonald's coffee every morning? Weird title. <laughs> was, it, was it me? <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and, and it continues on. It literally says, title is weird. So I was thinking the exact same thing. So uh, title is weird, but basically because of the current climate, we were told at work that we weren't allowed to go off-site for lunches anymore and no ordering, delivery, or takeout either, which to me, this already sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Like any company that said, like, first of all, if you can't handle, like, people doing that, then maybe you shouldn't be having people come into the fucking office. Mm. Because what's the difference in having people come into the office versus them getting their food delivered to the office? Like, outside influences are still coming in one way or the other. Are they fucking de-lousing people when they come in, you know? Like, fucking, all right, stand in the fucking smoke room, go to your desk now. Like, so, fucking stupid. Okay. Uh, We're a manufacturing company, so we've been open despite what's been going on globally. One morning, I came to work with a McDonald's bag with some breakfast sandwiches for me and my team. I passed by the VP of HR, who happens to be the wife of the CEO. I know, it's fucked up, but unfortunately, kind of common with businesses our size and industry. Who mentions to me that we're not supposed to be going off-site for meals. Here's the kicker. She was holding her fucking McDonald's coffee cup in her hand. She gets that every day. Now, I'm also very curious because this happened before work. Yeah, that's... So, like, it's not like she w- went to work and then went off site. It's like, what's, yeah. the, what's the difference in her bringing the McDonald's in versus packing food and bringing it in? You're still... Uh, read the rest. Yeah, I'm just... Just, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you're still traveling. Yeah. yeah. Bewildered that she called me out, I said... Quote, with due respect, I was not on the clock on my way into work this morning. What I do on my time is my business. And I thought it ended there. Later in the day, I was called down to the CEO's office. He was in his office with his wife, the VP of HR, and they wanted to talk to me about not following the current compliance measures and how I could be endangering my fellow coworkers. I was in total shock. I called, I called out that I see them every single day carrying McDonald's coffees around and that I simply assumed that since they were doing it, that it was not a da- dangerous thing for me to stop at McDonald's drive through for some sandwiches for my team. I also made a comment that if there is such a concern for the well-being of our employees, that maybe we should consider a better work or we consider a better work from home policy or shut down production until things simmer down a little bit. HR wrote me up for endangering my coworkers and not following work guidelines. Am I the asshole? <sighs> so I, I wanted to read this because I've worked in a lot of um, these types of companies, a lot of bullshit like this, and I hate it so yeah. fucking much. Because the thing is, no, she is not... Or, they, I don't know if they, yeah. they are not the asshole here. Not at all, right? 
This is absolutely fucking bullshit. It's a toxic environment because one, the fucking CEO is married to the fucking VP of HR. Like that's already fucking. That oh, that, that's a, a conflict of interest at, at at that point. And this is a, <clears throat> it's a do as I say, not as I do yes. situation, which I don't have respect for. Yes. Yeah. And and the thing is, like at the end of the day. What fucking difference does it make if you bring in food from McDonald's versus bring in food from home? Like, they didn't, this, this wasn't even a situation where they went out to McDonald's for lunch. They just fucking brought it in for fucking off the clock. And unfortunately, yeah, the clock. there are a lot of things, and so many fucking states do this shit. This is, assuming this is the United States, uh, of at-will employment. So basically what that means is that a company can just, fire you for whatever. They don't fucking need a reason. You can also leave whenever you want. You don't have to have a reason. But it's basically set up to protect companies to let them do whatever the fuck they want to do. So even if they're right. doing something kind of shady, you really have to 100% prove that it's like full-on mm-hmm. discrimination. Like they're being fucking racist mm-hmm. or sexist against you. And even then, it's a hard fight because you by working there, you agreed to their at-will employment mm-hmm. situation. So like... This, this, this kind of like, shit is... Go ahead. It's, it just sounds like they're trying to police what their employees do outside of um, the workplace. Because I, like I, AJ was saying, like I don't understand what difference it makes if they don't want their employees leaving. I'm assuming this is due to COVID. Um, yeah. And they're just trying to make more precautions. Like, I understand not wanting your employees to leave the work site because of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, whatever. But you can't control what everyone's doing 24 hours a day. So if they were not on the clock, they were on their way to work, and you also have a coffee cup from an outside place, yeah. what difference does it make? You're all outside. You're yeah. all, you all have di- – like, yeah. people are in school. Some people are working. We all have this spider web of people around us that, like, you just have to worry about yourself and do what you can. Yeah. And, and the thing, too, is um, – I mean, are are they going to start policing what the fuck they do on the weekends? Right. Like, people are still going to go and get... People are still going to go and get fast food after work. They're still going to go and get fast food on the weekends... You know, and they're in a if they're in a drive through. Right. And they're taking their precautions still. And the the state is taking their precautions. Like, what the fuck is the what's the problem? And like 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 Sushi said, I understand not leaving the work site and not having food delivered to the work site. But you literally can't control what the fuck I do. What I do on my own time on the way to work. It's my fucking business. And, and there's too many variables. And that's just it. I do think I do think this like a lot of people in this thread are kind of saying that they're kind of shit out of luck. Like there's not much you can do because it's fighting corporate, which I do agree yeah. with. But I also do think nowadays we're we're in this weird we're in this weird like like this weird timeline where I feel like things are kind of changing a little bit, especially with all this work, how much people realize, oh, work from home is way easier. And it's just why do we even need to go into fucking offices to begin with? Mm-hmm. But I do kind of feel like nowadays because of public outroar about everything like if if the public gets a hold of something and and you're the one they're getting a hold of you're fucked so i do think that if this is the kind of story that that went public the 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 ceo and the hr people would have to buckle you know like if that kind of stuff were like if the, yeah. if if she did or they did fight this and say like they had proof like look they took a picture or something you know like look mm-hmm. they had McDonald's coffee mm-hmm. but they're they're going to try to fire me or write me up for having McDonald's coffee i do feel like a lawyer could be like okay well that's proof enough right there mm-hmm. you know because there is kind of a thing where like y- y- it's not 
it's not a protected class or anything like that, but like it is a bias towards your wife or your significant know. other or whatever. So I'd just be curious how this would go. Um, obviously, in the question of am I the asshole, fucking no. No, not at not all. At all. Um, but, you know, this this kind of shit, like, I don't know. I, I, I've worked in so many of these environments, and it's just the fucking worst. I feel for these people because it's the ah. fucking worst. Like, corporate corporate jobs are the absolute fucking worst thing. I hate them. Everybody should hate them. They're terrible. You get treated like shit. And it's like, you, you. this isn't even like a bad employee. This is just something that's like, oh, you're just you're just power hungry. You're just yeah. controlling and for this control sake. Yeah. Uh, these are, these are uh-huh. the type of environments where like um, the, the VP of HR, it, she doesn't give a fuck about the people. They she, never she, do. She doesn't care about those people. Those people are literally. HR re- doesn't care about the people. Those, yeah. those people are literally replaceable. If, if those yeah. people, if one of those people died from COVID, they're easily replaceable. That's the hard truth. Um, once I came to realize that with my like toxic environment corporate job, like that that was really the nail in the head for me of like holy shit. Like literally if I if I died the next day, they would literally replace me and it would just continue. The cycle would continue. It doesn't matter if I stress out about this fucking job. They yeah. don't care. They don't they, they don't literally care. don't care. They understand the point of this rule, um, in a way, because they're trying to keep um, like containment down, just like people interacting. But again, you can't control what other people are doing. So they're going out, they're getting delivery. They're you, people are interacting with people regardless. Yeah, it, like, how, it, how, it's literally just a power thing. Yeah. It literally, it's just a fucking power thing. It's fucking stupid. Realistically, what happened is that fucking HR woman saw that this person carried in something and wanted to flex. Mm. And then when she got called out for it. She wanted to flex the fact that Even she's harder, with the yeah. CEO. Yeah. You're like, yeah. cool. Like, yeah. it's a it's a fucking power move and it's bullshit. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I've got I've got so many stories about so many companies that I've worked for that are all like this kind of mm-hmm. shit. And it's just, yeah. It's, and I know that I know tons of people do. It's just, it's tragic. It's shitty. If anything, if anything, I hope this year does shift things more to like getting out of these office environments and makes the global fucking the 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 global workforce finally come yeah. to the realization that hey we're all working on computers anyway why do i need to be in your office you know yeah. like so yeah. much of this shit could be done at home yeah like it's like it's the same kind of shit that you're that we're seeing i'm i don't know if you guys have seen the uh the schooling, the zoom calls and shit like that where like oh you ha- you can't attend unless you have a webcam or you have to have a webcam to attend. But what about poor kids? What about poor families that don't have good internet or don't have fucking webcams? Oh, these kids can't, like, fucking eat a sandwich in their own home because they're technically at school or whatever. They have to wear their uniforms at home. Their shoes, which is racist. Yeah. What's you that? can't tell people they have to wear shoes in their own home. Yeah. That's a cultural issue. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, oh, you have to wear these uniforms. Okay, but why? You know, like, why? there's so, like, I'm in a home. Like, there's so, yeah. there, like, I feel like a lot of this is there, there, there's this, the old ways are trying so hard to, to stay latched on, but it's yeah. not working. You know, like, the, the fucking, the shifts are going to change. So. Yeah, that 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 also comes back to like um, 
before we even started the podcast, I read a Am I the Asshole about a guy who um, he basically implemented software into the laptops of all of his employees. And when they went to work from home from the pandemic, he decided he was going to go into their laptops and see what they were doing because he thought that they weren't actually doing work. And what he found was some people would leave the cameras on or not covered or anything and they'd be naked doing work, which which is none of his fucking business because they're in their own home Um, and they're doing work. And he also installed this shit without telling and them. And he did not tell them. That was the kicker. So that, he that's didn't a big tell thing. You know, like, and I, like, there's a whole, like, oh, you know, you're using a work laptop. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but I'm at home and you're using that to spy on me. Yeah. Like. So. Oh, my God. There'd be people, like, sitting around in their boxers and shit. Yeah. Just doing their fucking work. Yeah. Like, Literal spyware. Yeah. I don't got AC. Like, I'm not going to fucking. Yeah. I'm not putting on a fucking suit to do my work. Yeah. Yeah, so he was literally he was literally spying on them to make sure they were doing their work. How about motherfucker if I don't turn in my work, you fire me. Like that's how that's how it works. Like if I'm not giving you the work, you know, there's no reason for you to just automatically assume I'm not I'm not going to do any work now because I'm I'm at home. Well, right. if I don't provide you with 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 the stuff, then yeah, you have every right to be like, "Okay, here's either a write-up or you're just playing fire because you're not turning in your work." What the hell? You don't just you don't just spy on people, dude. Yeah. But if I can find that one, I'll I'll see if I can post that one to Twitter because yeah. that was a, a pretty juicy one because everybody was like, man, not only are you an asshole, you're a fucking moron because you just admitted to <laughs> you just literally admitted uh, to spying on people and viewing them in their most personal fucking setting. So, so yeah, that guy's yeah. the asshole. Yeah, he's definitely the asshole. <laughs> that, there's a, you guys just got a short and sweet, simplified, yeah. a, an extra, a bonus am a, on the asshole. A bonus am on the asshole, yeah. So, yeah, definitely not the asshole in this one. Um, My vote is not the not asshole. Not the asshole, for sure. Yeah. Uh, who, wants to, who wants to go next here? Uh-oh. I, I can. Okay. I can. Yeah, let's see, let's see what I you have, got. I'll, I'll let you guys pick. I have a uh, am I the asshole that... I'll read the titles and you tell me okay. which one you want. Am I the asshole for threatening to kick my mom and siblings out over my dog? Or, <coughs> excuse me, am I the asshole for telling, I'm <coughs> sorry, my sister that she should have expected to be outshone by her best friend at her wedding? Oh. Oh. Okay, so whichever one you don't do now, you need to do the next one. Oh, week, yeah. They both oh, sound okay. good. I kind of want to hear the wedding. Let's hear the wedding. Okay. And you we'll, want to we'll, hear the wedding? Yeah, we'll, I want to. Okay. We'll save the dog one for for next yeah. time. Yeah, because okay. I'm curious about that. So too. the wedding one, I did proofread it. It's long, so buckle up. Okay. And it 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 the title is not really exactly the point. Like okay. it kind of is. Okay. But it's slightly misleading. Okay. And even better, there's no. I just want to be honest that. There's so much going on here that I don't. I'm not sure if there is a conclusion. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, this one is well, a doozy. Here we go. It's messy. I'm you know, ready. I picked the messy ones. Okay, am I the asshole for telling my sister that she should have expected to be outshone by her best friend at her wedding? Throw away because I don't want any family members finding my real account. My sister, Anne, 29 female, has been best friends with Ruby, 30 female, for as long as I, 25 female, can remember. So growing up, Ruby was like a second sister to me. 
One thing that's important to note is that Ruby has always had the most outrageous fashion sense possible. She's a person that would wear those runway outfits that you think no one would actually wear. Anne got engaged pre-COVID. Almost as soon as it happened, she started being really weird to Ruby. When she made me maid of honor, uh, I was kind of surprised because they've always sworn to be the maid of honor at each other's weddings. But I'm her blood sister, so it wasn't that weird. But I was completely blown away when she made a group chat and I found out that Ruby wasn't even a bridesmaid. Both me and my mom try. Oh, I guess she's English because it's M-U-M. Okay. Both me and my mom (laughs) try to talk to her (laughs) about it since we figured they had an argument or something. But she would only say that Ruby didn't care anyway. Hmm. I know that Ruby was hurt, but she didn't want any drama. So I agreed to let it go. Throughout the whole wedding process, my mom kept asking Anne if she would invite Ruby. Um, and there's a, there's a little asterisk here that I'm going to add because the grammar is a little incorrect. It's not invite to the wedding. It's like invite to wedding things. And oh, I was okay. confused reading it. But okay. she does clear it up. Okay. But okay. yeah, it's not like, I'm like, damn, she's not even invited I, that's anymore. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's a quick turn. Okay. But like she meant, she just didn't finish her sentence. Basically like the fittings and like yeah. the cake, whatever, okay. all, all the wedding crap. Okay. So she wasn't invited to those things. If uh, she would ask Ruby's opinion, et cetera, et cetera. But Anne refused to have any contact with her or talk about anything wedding related with her whatsoever. On Saturday, my sister was married. She had a beautiful outside socially distanced wedding, but she was seething the whole time because of Ruby's dress. It wasn't at all outrageous by Ruby's standards. So I don't believe that she wanted to be outshot. She didn't want to outshine my sister. She wore a quite a simple wedding dress, not wedding dress, but like right. a dress you wear to yeah. a wedding. Yeah. A, dress right. you wear a, wedding yeah. a party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A party dress. Yeah. You know, uh, but that was her choice as maid of honor. I of course went to her fitting and that was literally the one she chose. Okay. So I guess, Anne picked the dress or something, um, something like it for Anne Ruby? Has been for Ruby. Okay. I suppose maybe the style. Okay. Even though she's not in the wedding party. Okay. Uh, Anne has been cursing Ruby out and saying that their friendship is over ever since. Like she didn't, like she hasn't been ignoring her all through lockdown. Finally, I just said that she's been friends with Ruby most of her life and she knows what she dresses like. And she should have, shouldn't she have expected this? If it was that much of a problem, she should have found a way to mention it to her or just made her a bridesmaid. Anne lost it with me. She sent Ruby some really horrible messages after she screamed at me. She didn't say a word to me at all yesterday, but she's bad-mouthing me to our dad, who was on her side. My mom has told Anne that she should apologize to Ruby for the nasty messages she sent and for yelling at me, so Anne isn't talking to her either. I didn't even know what was going on, but Ruby swears on her life that they didn't have an argument or anything pre-COVID. Anne says that that's none of my business and I should be sort of supporting my real sister. My dad agrees with her and she's rallied the other bridesmaids against me. So I don't know. Am I the asshole? Okay. So this is where like there's lots of bullet points. Okay. Just to clear some things up. One, Ruby didn't wear a wedding dress or anything really outrageous. It was a dark red bodycon dress in a satiny material. There were lots of people in form-fitting dresses. The bridesmaids were wearing them. So the bridesmaids were also wearing, like... Form-fitting dress. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, she didn't look out of place. Edit again. Some of you people are ridiculous, assuming the absolute worst case scenario. She wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a spaghetti strap, strap de- dress. It just barely covered her butt. It was an appropriate length and had long sleeves. I feel like that's irrelevant either. Why can't you wear a spaghetti strap dress to a wedding? A wedding? Is that a rule? <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't know. But if whatever. I married, so, no, everyone's so, wearing a wedding dress, but, but, a full gown. But, every single person, guests, and everybody. But especially, <laughs> especially, it's outside, and I'm assuming it's probably hot because right. it's still it start cooling down yeah, now. It's just started cooling down now. I don't know what the weather is like over there, but it was outside, so that like even a spaghetti so, strap would would make sense. Right, as long as it's like a little cocktail but dress. She wore long cares? sleeves. Yeah, and outdoor weddings aren't as like formal as indoor yeah. weddings. So it's like, yeah. if she wore a club dress, who cares? Yeah, I'm, I'm just really wa- I'm waiting for the turning point to figure out why the fuck she's mad. Um, that's what I'm waiting mm, okay. for. Okay, so okay. that's the thing. There's so much going on here that like I need like there's just there's just a lot going okay. on. Okay, okay. I'm just okay. gonna put yeah. Okay. If this needs saying twice, the bridesmaids were wearing bodycon dresses. There were many other guests. It wasn't a particularly traditional affair. Nobody was offended by our figures. Ruby dress wasn't didn't massively stick out. Ruby is very attractive. She, so I guess that was something people were bringing up. Like, is she fine? Is she fine? Because, you know. Can't have any good jealousy. looking women at my wedding. Uh-huh. I'm insecure. Yeah. I'm insecure. Mm-hmm. Can't, they all have to wear paper bags over their head. Yep. <laughs> that is part of the stipulation, though. Everyone will be wearing a wedding dress, full full body gown, but they all have to wear paper bags over their head. Men, women, <laughs> don't give a fuck. Priest, whoever the fuck. Full Every, dress. At my, at my fictional wedding, everyone's wearing a wedding dress. Yes. Everyone. Everybody. You too, AJ. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Everybody. Yep. God. Everyone. And You're all also, wearing wigs. They're all going to wear, they're all, we're all, for, for sushis, we're all going to wear a mask that is just a 3D printed face of her face. That way. <laughs> Everyone would just look like me. Yeah. I'm the one in disguise, right? Mm-hmm. You got to protect yeah. me from the ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that way, if anybody tries to kidnap the bride, they don't know who to grab. Yeah. They don't know. Why? Everyone's going to wear a mask of me. God. <laughs> Oh, everyone get a teal wig. Invest. <laughs> okay, fourth bullet point. Ruby and Anne have been best friends for 25 years. They didn't grow apart or anything. They stayed in constant contact even as adults. And then Anne suddenly wasn't talking to Ruby anymore. My mom and I weren't trying to be controlling. We were worried. We assumed that something really bad had happened for them to cut contact overnight. When Anne refused to talk about it, my mom was the only, only more worried because she's normally an open book. I don't love Ruby more than Anne or anything like that. The only reason I'm close to Ruby is because Anne used to be so close to Ruby. They were basically inseparable, so I grew up tagging after both of them. Of course, I love Anne very much. I just think she's been unreasonable in this situation. Ruby has always, uh, Ruby was always going to be at the actual wedding. The phrasing was bad on my part. When my mom was suggesting that Anne invite Ruby, it was wedding prep things like dress shopping, Mm -hmm. etc., I don't know if Dave the groom has feelings for Ruby. I've never thought about that. They've met many times and there's never been any signs that he does. I definitely do not think it's an affair because then surely my sister wouldn't want to marry Dave and neither would want Ruby at the wedding at all. Ruby doesn't have a history of going after Anne's boyfriends or crushes. Okay, so this is where the update gets a little, I was gonna a little say, crazy. I was going to say with, with, with just that thought, 
I do disagree because I feel like there's a lot of times we've seen these stories where, like, mm-hmm. woman is worried because of, of her fucking man is going to go with this, yeah. but she still marries the mm-hmm. dude anyway. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not It's out always of the like a secret jealousy issue yeah. or yeah. just not out of the question insecure. whatsoever. Yeah, it's not. It's not out of the question. Anything can happen. Especially since it was so abrupt. How are you friends with someone for 25 years and you're like, you can't be my bridesmaid anymore. No one look at you. Literally something happened. Something happened here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh Oh, there, there are three updates. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's go. This one's kind of juicy. Update, update number update. one. Based on some of the advice I'm receiving, I was going to tell Anne this morning how much she means to me and that I'm here for her, but she's seething again, so I'm not trying to. Dave asked me if I could talk to Anne because they've also apparently had a massive fight because he tried to defend Ruby on the wedding night. He also asked me, you know, yeah, you know, he shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Dave, keep your mouth fucking shut. Dave, Dave, (laughs) mind your business. It's not going to end. It's not going to end well, Dave. Man. He asked me if I could explain where he misstepped. You didn't. She's crazy. (laughs) Where, 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 I can't wait for the am I the asshole from him written like, am I the asshole for defending another woman on my wedding night? Oh. Yes, you are. Because we think everyone's the asshole. He asked me if I could explain where he misstepped and how to make it up to her. This is the first time he's ever asked me for help with their relationship, so he's clearly at a loss. I said I was just as confused, and we didn't even know why she wasn't in the bridal party, so he should just try and talk it out with Anne. This is where it gets weird. Dave said that the reason Ruby wasn't in either wedding party was because he wanted her as a best woman and Anne wanted her as a maid of honor. But Anne wouldn't budge and said that they should just drop her from both parties to be fair. He said that she explained it to Ruby and that's why they had a fight because Ruby wanted to be included. I said, okay, and just hung out, hung up because the the more I think about it, the more confused I am. If they had a massive fight about Ruby being made of honor, surely Ruby would remember because Ruby said there was uh-huh. no fight. Also, I don't know why Dave would want Ruby as his best woman when to my understanding, he only met her after he started dating Anne. Because uh, someone's not telling the fucking truth. That's why. Oh. <sighs> I really am taking your advice not to meddle to heart, which is a nightmare because now my curiosity is totally peaked. <laughs> Same girl. Somebody fucking, Same. Somebody fucking need, fess up. We need these fucking updates. Peel these layers back. Somebody up. Yeah. Somebody. This, this story is an onion. God damn it. So I won't bring it up. It's possible that this is all, I, all I'll ever know and this will bug me to my grave. Oh, but man. I have made a vow not to push Anne anymore on it. Thank you, anyone. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. Uh, thank you for all the not the asshole people for reassuring me that I'm not the one acting crazy. Thank you also to all the helpful. You are the asshole. Everyone sucks here. Verdicts that helped me see how I could change my behavior in the future to be a more supportive sister. Update number two. I'm even more confused. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just Dave keeps going. Mm. It keeps going. This is this is a long one. There's quite a bit more. Um, Dave called me up about 30 minutes ago asking me in a very angry tone of voice if any of his groomsmen behaved inappropriately to, or inappropriately towards me. I asked what he was asking about again. I could hear Anne in the background shouting something. So I feel like Anne is kind of making stories up. But yeah. that's just my personal opinion. I said that. 
they've been perfect gentlemen at the wedding and that I hadn't had any contact with them since. He then asked me if Ruby knew that she was meant to be best woman. I said not to my understanding, but it's possible that I didn't know as both she and Anne had been quite secretive about what happened between them and that he'd better he'd be better off asking them themselves. He laughed and hung up. Ruby has texted me asking what happened and if I knew about the best woman maid of honor thing. Just now I got a message from one of the bridesmaids saying that if Dave calls me, I shouldn't answer him. Uh-oh. Anne is on the phone to my dad screaming, it sounds like. I have no clue what's going on, but I think somewhere in this mess is the truth of what actually happened. Everything seems to be exploding. I now think that the bridesmaids, or at least uh, one in particular, are involved. And if things happened at this pace, I'm, I think I should eventually find out uh, what in the flying fuck is happening. Update number three. God, I love this podcast. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so messy. It's so messy. It's so good. <sighs> There have been a lot of shouting and tears today. Honestly, I'm exhausted, but so many people have commented for the update. So here it is. I'm still kind of in shock and has been lying to just about everyone. The story is very complicated and long. You don't say. <sighs> right? I'm ready. I'm fucking I've been reading she, this damn story. She's so fucking all the groomsmen. I know. There's something. Someone's she fucking someone. She blew all of them. Yeah. Something happened. All right. All right. I'm ready. She was sucking lots of dicks that day, not her husband. All right, let's go. (laughs) Okay, okay. This list is actually what I use to wrap my own head around it. It's all facts (laughs) I have in chronological order. Oh, God. One. Oh, my God, it's so messy. Okay. One. Dave has been to jail and is an ex-drug addict. He met Ruby before he met (gasps) Anne. And dun-dun-dun. After he recovered, he was really struggling with money and Ruby helped him a lot. He considers her to be one of his closest friends. Two. Two years later, Dave was doing well at his job and much more stable and functional. Around this time, Ruby introduced him to Anne. Three. Anne was very reluctant to have a relationship with Dave because of his past, but she had strong feelings for him. Eventually, they began they began dating, but she still was ashamed of the person he used to be, so she told us that they met over a dating app. Dave consented to all this at the time. Four, as Dave became more comfortable with himself and the relationship became more serious, he told Anne that she needed to be honest with us about his history. She Mm. agreed to tell us, but she didn't. Mm. She told Dave that she had and wrote a fake letter to my mom about how we were really grateful for his honesty and accepted him. She told Ruby that my parents had reacted really badly, so Ruby never brought it up with Dave or my family because she thought it was still a very sensitive topic. Five. When Dave proposed... (laughs) Sam's losing it. Oh my fucking God. I feel like I need a fucking chart. I know. I, I need maps. I, I need, need a like, spreadsheet. Did, yeah, I need a whole fucking spreadsheet. You this. know, you know the meme of um Charlie from yes. It's Always yeah, Sunny. That's yeah, that's me. That's, that's pointing at the board. Mentally, that's us right now. Like this. Oh, like, moving it around. This, oh God. We're all Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Right. Now. <laughs> we'll get down to the bottom of this. I promise. Okay, so five. When Dave proposed, Anne started freaking out about the wedding. Dave wanted people from his support group to be there, Ruby as his best woman, (laughs) etc., which would expose the lies. Mm. But she didn't 
she still didn't want to tell us who Dave was or Dave that she li- or tell Dave that she lied to him. So she decided to continue lying instead of coming clean. Six. <laughs> so Anne, colon, pretended to be really upset that she couldn't have Ruby as her maid of honor so she could make the argument that she uh, dropped from, she should be dropped from both wedding parties. She told Dave that she had explained their decision to Ruby and that Ruby had taken issue with it to keep him happy. In reality, she knew that if Ruby knew she was meant to be the best woman, it could easily get back to me and my mom and then raise questions from us about Ruby's relationship with Dave. So she didn't tell Ruby anything at all. And that's why Ruby was so confused about what happened and couldn't think of anything. Mm. Second bullet point. Oh my God. There's bullet points to part six. <laughs> oh my God. Second bullet point. She told Dave and told Dave and all of his friends from his support group that they shouldn't mention the addiction in speeches or even casual conversation because it was a sensitive subject for certain family members before the wedding. Third bullet point. excuse me told the bridesmaids so many lies about ruby she told them that uh she had this habit of causing scenes that she was going to try and sleep with the groomsmen that one of them was an ex-boyfriend of hers that dumped her that she would get way too drunk essentially she painted ruby as a disaster waiting to happen to the bridesmaids wouldn't like her and also so they would keep away from her from certain people specifically the ones that also knew dave at the wedding so to keep her away from the groomsmen because they all kind of knew each other low-key Anne also told the bridesmaids that the only reason that ruby was invited is because i idolize her so they wouldn't repeat any of, any of the lies she told me seven <laughs> after the <laughs> The mental gymnastics of this woman. Like, you need to see a therapist. And on top of planning a wedding, she's also doing all of this shit. What the fuck? And go see a therapist. For fucking real. Oh, my God. Seven. After the wedding, Anne put on her enormous meltdown about the dress. The bridesmaids obviously didn't have a very positive opinion on Ruby, so they were easy to convince that it was meant as a genuine, it was meant as a genuine slight. My dad did what Anne apparently expected everyone to do by caving immediately because she was the bride. If me and my mom had done the same, Anne would basically have used it as an excuse to cut Ruby out of everyone's life. So she was willing to just dump her best friend in 25 years, almost 30 years. Apparently. Just to hide the fact that her person she's marrying is an ex-addict? Yeah. Yep. That's gross. Yep. That's really, really really fucking gross. Because this wedding and this marriage and this boyfriend are more important to her. This this wedding. This wedding. This wedding is more important to her than anything else. The image is more important. That's what she fucking gives. She wants to be that fucking perfect bride perfect. on my perfect day and fucking yeah. everyone who gets in my way this is true fucking bridezilla bullshit mm-hmm. how do you also like on from dave's point of view how are you okay with <clears throat> marrying someone who's like making up this whole fucking double life for you for real who won't accept you for your past or who you are or anything like i mean fuck this to bitch. his knowledge she she had told her parents yeah, and then the mom true. had written she, a letter, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't the mom. It was her. So <clears throat> yeah. he didn't know that at that point. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he probably, and he, and he hundred percent didn't know that she had gone <laughs> to the groomsmen and been like, Hey, don't tell nobody that all y'all are addicts. <laughs> right, 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 right. 
eight. Oh my she God. tried to do the same thing with Dave's groomsmen by insisting to them that they had that she that I'm sorry, that they had said inappropriate things about the bridesmaids. The idea was to basically remove anybody that knew the truth about Dave from the general social circle so it wouldn't come up again. Nine. Dave smelt a rat. He asked what exactly the issue was with Ruby's dress and what exactly his friends had said. And panicked and accused him of not loving her, choosing his oh friends over her. Mm-hmm. I got caught. You don't love me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to accuse you of what exactly I'm doing to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Holy and it turned into a massive shit. argument. Dave was mad and very suspicious, so he started calling people up trying to figure out what happened. Ten. A couple of bridesmaids said that Anne was telling the truth about the groomsmen. She asked, pressured them to, but most were kind of weirded out by the request, and I think they successfully got that across to Dave. He called me to ask if I knew what was going on and told Dave that I was, uh, it, I was just like him, caring about Ruby more than her, and also that I wasn't there when it happened, but the timing of the story didn't match up, so Dave called me anyway. That was the weird phone call. Okay, 11. I'm almost done. 11. <laughs> At this point, he knew she was spouting bullshit, so he asked her up front what was going on. She broke down and told Dave everything. 12, he was fuming. He texts us all. Uh, to let us know about his past and then basically kicked Anne out. She came to us when, where uh, she had to explain everything again. Anne is absolutely shaken. I've never considered her capable of this kind of deception and manipulation. And I don't think she's ever done something like this before. Contrary to what some commenters seem to believe, I don't hate my sister. I feel sorry for her, even though I'm really hurt by what she did because she feels so guilty and absolutely miserable because she's worried that the things will never be worked out with Dave. She's gone to bed now very upset because my uh, over our mom, my, my mom won't look at her. She's fuming that Anne would deceive and hurt her and so many other people like this. I do understand where she's coming from. My dad is also very shocked and hurt. I don't understand where she's coming from. If you're like so upset about your partner's past, maybe you shouldn't marry them. Yeah, For real. exactly. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like, do you really love that person mm. if you're like you're really hiding them yeah. from everyone? Do you really love yeah. that person? And texted Ruby. She sent her a message explaining and apologizing, but obviously Ruby is angry and upset. She just told her that she couldn't speak to her right now, but maybe she'd call her in the morning once they both had a chance to calm down. Dave is probably the most hurt out of everyone, and I understand why. He wouldn't speak to Anne, but he did tell me that he really thought he had our acceptance and that the letter she had written to him had been his most treasured possession ever since he received it. And to find out that it was false was absolutely crushing. Aww, That's really sad. Yeah. I told him that we did accept him for who he was and that nobody blamed him. And I don't think it helped much. He had asked uh, for distance from our family, and I understand why. I'm not sure when he'll be willing to speak to Anne again or if he wants to be her husband after this. I wouldn't blame him if he goes on to find someone else. Thanks, Reddit. It turned out everyone was way off base, although I don't think anyone could have predicted this. But a lot of comments were very insightful and gave me food for thought, despite everyone kind of looking in the wrong directions except the weirdos about the dress you know who you are so that's what i was saying that the the title is kind of misleading because it's really not about the dress at all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my mm. fucking god that was a fu- oh my god that's the um, longest one we've ever had <laughs> yeah well, i'm sorry <laughs> this this lady's not the asshole definitely not the asshole <laughs> Anne is 100 no. percent the asshole 
Uh, oh my God, I feel so bad for everyone but Anne. Yeah, that. Oh. Wow. Anne's a bitch. Like. And gross. And it's gross. I just can't. I can't believe that something as small as your wedding day would make you go so goddamn insane that you would just create this entire other reality for literally so many people. Yeah. She literally threw her marriage in the trash. She threw her 25-year relationship with this woman, Ruby, in the garbage. In the trash. Yep. Um, I, and honestly, when a lot of other people find out about it, too, she's going to lose a lot of other friends. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and she's forever going to be the weirdo in the family. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> all, all because of a wedding day. Yeah. All because she couldn't just accept the man that she was marrying for who he was. For who he was. Like, that's just, that's fucking sad. Like. He is he ultimately it's he's the true him. victim here. Like yeah. he is the ultimate victim. Um and obviously Ruby too, but like he just got like because the thing is Ruby got shit on, but she literally was embarrassed by her husband so badly that she didn't want any of his friends or any but connections here's the to be thing there. Too is, like, here's the thing too is um Ruby got the worst part of it because she threw Ruby she under the like bus. Scarlet letter in her yeah. head. She threw Ruby under the bus because she wanted to uplift and make her husband look like the the best of the best and and like this unrealistic version of himself. I will say this uh, when when you when you got to the part about the like. Uh, the dad and like you know getting with the, the all the bridesmaids and how they were all like yeah fuck this bitch or whatever that's just where I'm kind of like man fuck these people who need to draw the lines in the sand with fucking things that don't concern them to begin mm-hmm. with you know like this whole like taking sides and hearing hearing a little bit of a story and then immediately like fucking everyone taking sides it's like you guys I guarantee you have no fucking idea what we're talking about like but right. you know this is you were just a fucking she's such a slut wearing that yeah. dress yeah like yeah. And that, that doesn't that doesn't that's not a fucking that's not support either, you know, like just like attacking somebody else is not supporting Mm-mm. the other person. No, like it's not at all. Fucking stupid. The mom sounds like the only one that was kind of like the mom and the sister. They, they were kind of like, what the what the fuck? Something is going on, you yeah. know, yeah, they're Dad, questioning. Facts. Dad was a fucking moron. But mom, mom and sister were like, all right, something. To, all right. Let's Charlie day this. All right. So, Ruby, you know, yeah. like, like, like something this doesn't add up. Happened here. Nothing just bloomed overnight, you know. Oh my God! This story, holy shit! Oh, that was deep. Well, it was deep. It was super messy. What is yours? <laughs> what is yours? What is mine? Yeah, mine. Let's... Mine is not uplifting at all. Oh my! <laughs> mine... We got, we got, we got misconnections for uplifting. So yeah. Okay. So mine is: Am I the asshole for being by my dying mother's side instead of my dying daughter's? I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I promise my misconnection will make up for it. <laughs> um, okay. Oh my gosh. What okay. is this episode? Okay. So for long and depressing. <laughs> yeah. 
for context, which also, you know, talks about this year, long and depressing. Uh, for context, I am a 44 male and am the second youngest within my own family of nine. My father passed away in my 30s and my 78 female elderly mother lives in my native country and I go to visit her with my family each year. This year, because of COVID and lockdowns, we couldn't go in early June as intended. Recently, however, I got news that she was deathly ill and thankfully airways opened up so I could go visit her. I love my mother with my entire being, so of course I would be by her side. Once I arrived in my country, I was put to quarantine and then afterwards went to see my mother. It was at this time that I got a phone call from my wife that our second eldest, 17 female, got into an accident on her way back from school and was in critical condition. At that moment, I didn't know what to think, and my wife urged me to come back and be by our daughter's side. On one side, my daughter is in critical condition, and the other, my mother is dying. I admit I had hoped that my daughter would make it and chose to be by my, by my mother's side, and she passed on after a few days. By the time I rushed back to be by my family's side, my daughter had passed away as well. I don't know what to do. My wife has locked herself away, cries nonstop, and won't talk to me. Um, me and my other kids, uh, 19, 13, and 10, are all angry with me saying I betrayed their sister by not honoring her dying wish that I be by her side. My daughter and I had always been very close, and she was the goofball within our family. It breaks my heart to know she had been calling out to me the entire time and I wasn't there for her. I seriously don't know what to do. On one hand, family members have been telling me I did good being by my mother's side, but others are saying I should have been with my daughter as she was young and it was her dying wish. I'm so lost. This is tearing apart my family. Please someone tell me if I did wrong or right. I seriously don't know. I just want this uh, immense guilt to go away. Uh, edit, although this might not change much, I'd like to add that none of my siblings showed up when she was on her deathbed. It was just me and her and a couple of caretakers. My mother was completely alone. Holy this, shit. This is terrible. I hate it here. So this is literally, I mean, this is a trolley on the tracks. People tied down. You have to pull a lever. You know, do you mm -hmm. save the trolley or do you kill the person? This mm -hmm. is that situation. Like, there is no winning for this person at all. No. Um, Unfortunately, not. Um, okay, this is this is just how I feel. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the asshole. He had a whole life with his mother, right? Mm -hmm. So I think maybe he should have spent like a day, say mm -hmm. goodbye. She mm -hmm. was still oh, mm -hmm. oh, lucid. I'm not sure. Say goodbye, whatever, and rush right back. Especially since his daughter was saying, "I want my father here." Mm -hmm. So I think he didn't have to stay until she died. I think. If he was already there, just like, all right, I got to go. Like, yeah. your daughter's life was so much shorter and you had your whole life with your mother. It's already done. She's uh, she and she went to old age, too, which your daughter didn't get that yeah. opportunity. So just just with that, maybe I'm the asshole. I don't know. I think maybe he could have done both um, so, and rushed back. I don't. So like. <laughs> but every and option the, sucks. And, yeah, and the context That's the thing and the is context every option of, sucks. of being an asshole. I don't think this guy's an asshole. No. I don't think that I don't think that defines I, like, I, I do. I, I'm more inclined to. Agree He's with probably going to get a divorce, though. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm more inclined to agree with what Sushi was saying about, like, you know, like, this is your daughter. And but I just I don't think it's an asshole move because assholes do something deliberately or like. This is this is just being caught in a terrible situation. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, like, 
So I, okay, I've never, I haven't, you know, I've been lucky enough right now that I haven't lost any parents right now, you know? Um, obviously, I've seen my grandparents go, and I know that, mm-hmm. that especially with my mom, that was, that was the worst thing was losing her dad. Um, they were very, very close. And I do know that there's, you know, that, 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 that sibling or that, that, you know, daughter, father bond or whatever the fuck, like, that just doesn't go away in old age, you know, like he was forever her little girl, even when she was a 50 year old woman. So that destroyed her. And I know that like in those moments, I it's so hard to think logically, you know, you're just, you're, 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 it's emotion and everything. I do think though, that like, I, I bet you any, I bet you if he had at least like, Hey, I have to go. My daughter's in the hospital. The mom is going to understand, you know, like I do feel like she would understand. And that's so, yeah, he probably should have gone back. So Um, yeah, I think he should just gone back. So here's my thing. Because being okay. there, just showing up, mm-hmm. especially going out of the country, mm-hmm. that was probably enough for her, mm-hmm. for his mother, to mm-hmm. see him. To, she, she got to see his face. She was there. That was probably all. That I was agree. enough right there. Like, yeah. So logically speaking, the way, the way I see it is even the moment he got that phone call, if he had gone back to the States to be with his daughter, if she's in the hospital during this pandemic, I guarantee you they would not have let him see her. Probably not. He would have had to probably have seen her through a window because he had to go into quarantine in this country, right? In this Mm -hmm. other country. Imagine coming back to the States and saying, I just came from another country. Yeah, that's true. I guarantee you they would not have have let him in there. Uh, uh, no, no, but I think I think the fact that he tried, though, because obviously the mother would have been enough. Yeah. I think the fact that he was trying would have one made his daughter feel more at ease. Probably, that he was trying. Yeah. like if it's out of his hands, it's out of his hands. Yeah. And now the mother is always going to look at him differently. They're going to get divorced. Yeah. The, the, honestly, they'll, they'll probably get divorced. The kids are going to. His other kids always are resent re- him. Always. always but I think him. if he just did the motions of trying, yeah. it would have been like it's out of my hands. Though, regardless, I, just, I think they, they. I think the whole family needs therapy. I think yeah. they need. I need. They, they, I think they need grief yeah. counseling. They do. And I think I, they need grief counseling. I, I think, and that's why I don't. Absolutely. I can't. I can't say that he's an asshole because he did. This is somebody who's like the two, like two of the most important people in his life are literally dying, and you only can get to one. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Same in different time. countries. You yeah, know? and like. One, he was he was mentally prepared for the one. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go see my mother dying. The other one, fucking, just threw a loop, you know. But it's like, I just, I, I, I can't say. I don't know what fucking role I'd pick there because I mean, you know, that's like it. Yeah. In the moment, who fucking knows, you know? Yeah. I don't think this dude. I don't think he. I don't. I. I feel. I just feel bad for him. He. He didn't do anything wrong, but he also. There's no winning. There's no winning no matter what. I'm winning. Like, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of not being in the moment thinking, you know, I, you know, ma, my mother would be OK with this. I need to get home. That kind of thing, because, you know, I can't, uh, you know, having to go to this country, knowing your mother's dying and then processing that and then being told that your daughter is in critical condition and is dying. You know, that's a lot of grief and shock all at once. And people yeah, people are not in their right mind when things do that. So yeah. you you that's can't be point. expected to immediately do the right thing. Yeah, and, and a lot especially especially with yeah, anything involving shock, like it's that it's that weird thing. Like you look at somebody going through shock and you can almost get angry at them because you're like, why are you being so normal? But you don't realize 
they're not being normal. They're in shock. So mm-hmm. it's so it's like it's easy to judge. Like why why are you that way? And it's like yeah, no, dude, they're fucked. They're yeah. fucked right now. Yeah. Like right, it just sucks. The whole situation is terrible. Yeah. Um. I mean. Ultimately, no, I don't think he's the asshole. No. I think I think probably better choices could have been made. But that's also we're sitting here looking at this, analyzing it and logically deducing everything, yeah. you know, like, with no emotion. Exactly. We're not tied to this. Exactly. either. Yeah. So we're like, exactly. you know, and I hope that nobody has to go through something like that. Like, I, you know, I don't yeah. want an answer to that question. Like, you know, COVID no. and your mother and your daughter dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just too much. That's, yeah. just, that's too much. And you're probably getting a divorce. I really, really hope this entire family gets some help because they they definitely need the grief counseling for that. There's yeah. there's probably a lot of there's obviously a lot of anger, but there's also a lot of grief going on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. Oh, damn it, Sam. Because <laughs> now we got to go to these misconnections, <laughs> and then after talking about that, we got to fucking talk I about know, this bullshit. But this is gonna be uplifting, I promise. I know okay. mine. I know mine's uplifting. Well, why don't we why don't we end with yours? That way, it'll be the most like we'll build up to an uplifting <laughs> okay. thing. Okay. And, uh, oh my god. <laughs> so, I, I got um. I got, I got one here. Okay. So, this was from. So I, I actually had two. I was trying to decide which one I wanted to do, but I'll do this one here. We'll do. This is from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and it's uh, I forty nine. You two ladies almost hit me. Oh, That's the title. <laughs> oh. It says, I was on the motorcycle that you almost clipped at eighty miles an hour. No worries. You both seemed apologetic enough. Hey, passenger, hot brunette, hit me up. She almost did. <laughs> she, almo- she almost did. She won that dick so bad, she's going to run you off the road. Come here, Be boy. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Give me that dick. Mama's coming. God. So, you know, um, I'm wondering if she's ever going to see this. And it's like, damn, you know, I almost killed that guy. But you know what? He was kind of cute in that. He was kind of cute uh, in that helmet that I couldn't uh, see his face in. And Yeah. You know, when I almost wasn't wearing a helmet, he might not have been, you know, who knows? But uh, I just can't imagine like being in a life like life threatening situation, almost being run off the road. But then be like, you know, how can I turn this around, though? You know, how can I (laughs) I make this a positive? How can I make this positive? I mean, the girl's pretty hot. Maybe I can get her number. Like what? (laughs) How do I 10x this situation? So, you know, kudos to him for trying to turn around, turn this into a positive, I guess. But also, kind of creepy. So, you know, it just kind of cancels back out to zero. Well, men are creepy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you got for us, Sushi? All right. Mine is from Fairbanks, Alaska. Because I thought it might be weird <laughs> Why? There. Why are you still in Alaska? You've been in Alaska for did... like three weeks still? Because Alaska's weird, dude. Alaska's a weird place. They're cut off from the world. They got, there's a whole different lifestyle up there. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some pretty banger, um, okay. Like, posts. Because they got nothing else to do. They're a little interesting. Okay. They're a little spicy. They're literally dealing with like 30 days of fucking daytime. Yeah. And I'm going to keep looking into Alaska because they're fucking extra. All right. This the title's very problematic, which is why I picked it. <laughs> Lovely chocolate girl at the front desk. No. Oh no. No. <laughs> the one black girl in the whole town. No. <laughs> no just leave her alone. <laughs> leave her Let alone. her do 
her fucking job. Everyone else is fucking camouflage into the goddamn snow. <laughs> Just leave this girl alone. And don't call her chocolate. Ugh. I came into Mac on Saturday. I don't know what Mac is, but... Oh, Mac. Oh, I guess a store, Mac. <laughs> they have they have makeup stores in Alaska? Okay, that was... What? I mean... I mean, Anchorage Mac? is I like... Know. I'm surprised. I Good mean, for them. Isn't Anchorage like a normal-ass fucking city? I don't know. I mean... They I don't have know. a fucking military base up there. Yeah, but oh. that don't mean shit. Yeah, it does. It just means they're fucking even more weirdos there. <laughs> well, that's true, but... I yeah, I don't know anything about Fairbanks. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know about Fairbanks, but there's normal-ass cities in Alaska, yes. They're just like Normal. they're just like yeah. us, <laughs> mm-hmm. except North. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came into Mac on Saturday, and you helped me figure out what I was doing. It was my first time buying a car. Okay, so it's not oh, a Mac store. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so never mind. Uh, it was my first time buying a car, and you were so nice and helpful. Even though I'm sure I made a fool out of myself, I forgot to ask for your name. And when I came in again today, you were nowhere to be found. I know this is. A last resort, but if you see this, please let me take you out. I can't help being me- but I can't help but being mesmerized by your beauty, sir. You called her a chocolate girl. <laughs> I don't think she wants to be bothered by you. I think if you want to have any chance, any fucking any slimmer of a chance, you need to delete this and then go <laughs> talk to her in person. And Delete this and hope to, she didn't see it. Yeah, the yeah. the one, the probably one brown person in this town. Oh my god! Please, because, please delete this, sir, immediately. God, this immediately. man just saw a black person for the first time in his life, and is just like, holy shit! How do you? It's as cringy as you could imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so. It's so cringy. <laughs> Please, please sir, don't do that. Please, sir, don't go back to the store and ask for the the chocolate. Oh my girl. god, that that'd be even worse if he goes back. Like, where's that? Where's that chocolate girl? <laughs> where's that cute chocolate girl? Oh, I'm trying to make a swirl. <laughs> swirl, swirl, swirl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? For Lift us up, Sam. Okay. Lift us up. I don't remember this one's from, but it's called Condoms and Bread. (laughs) Okay. And it's written by a woman. Okay. 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 It says, hi, you left your 36 value pack of condoms and your organic multigrain whole wheat bread at my farmer's market table this past Saturday. You included the receipt for the condoms, which both shocked and delighted me. I really had no idea condoms were this expensive. Shocked because although these look like really good ones, they set you back almost 40 bucks. Delighted because if no one claims them, I'm exchanging them for four tubes of Maybelline Great Lash Mascaras, a true classic, (laughs) and some sunscreen. Hey, there you go. I didn't see you, nor did any of the employees, but I imagine you to be male, born in the 90s or 2000s, optimistic yet cautious, health-conscious yet carb-loving. Maybe a long-distance runner would make sense in the stamina department as well. Or maybe you're in a band? I asked around, but no one was admitting anything to me. I learned that people don't appreciate being asked if they misplaced their condoms. And really, I was just trying to help and bust your balls, but only a tiny bit. I just feel like if I ever spent 40 bucks on condoms which is never, and six bucks on a loaf of bread, which is always, and then lost them while buying a $7 juice, I'd be so mad. So let me know if these are yours. I'll bring them this weekend to the market. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, that's the best post I've ever heard on the show. Okay. I need to know, why the fuck are condoms $40? So, I, Is it like a bargain know. pack? Like, how... There's a picture, too. That's a bargain? I don't think I've ever spent $40 on condoms. So, it looks like they're Trojans. They're in a little plastic baggie, right? They're, I mean, they're in, like, a CVS bag, right? So, I can't see through the bag, but I can see the Trojan logo. It looks like a huge box, like a huge fucking, like, Costco box. Costco, like, industrial box yes. of condoms. It looks like but I can't see. That's a lot of safe sex. I definitely can't see what kind of condoms they are, though, which makes me a little so mad. So a quick Google right now. Uh, mm -hmm. tro or, <clears throat> at Target, you can get the Trojan Pleasure Pack, which is 36 condoms for 20 bucks. Wow. So, so he overpaid for he his condoms. Either yeah. he over. Wait, how many? How many? Did she say how many condoms were in there? Oh, 36, 36 value pack. Yeah, yeah, she just. Oh, well. But at the same time, that's like. But he also bought multi-grain whole wheat that's, bread. That's the thing. That's at Target. <laughs> if you buy that shit at like, there's other. If you buy that shit at like a fucking a pharmacy CBS. or CV, like, there's a lot of different places where they're gonna overcharge you anyway. So yeah. fucking condoms are that's expensive. That's a lot. Though. They are expensive. A yeah. Big price difference. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the condoms were for the bread. Who knows? Who are we to judge? So Maybe. very very quick tangent. That that I thought that was going a different direction because. <laughs> <laughs> I once knew somebody who tried to use a bread bag as a condom. There's a story for oh, you. Uh, that's all. That's the, that's the only story. That's all there is to that story. But, but yes. Okay, but they tried to use a bread bag as a condom. You say they tried. What was the point in which they stopped trying? I don't know that much <laughs> of the story. I just know that you were saying bread and condoms. I was like, oh no, not again. <laughs> like, but why? Why would that even come up? Don't know. Because are men are <laughs> stupid. <laughs> well, how are you like, hey, baby, I don't have any condoms, but I got this loaf of bread. And Just dump that shit out. Let's go wrap it up. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to say this here. That way I have to do it for the next mini sode. But I do have a story. I don't want to add it to this one because it's already a super fucking deluxe episode. But I did have an interesting story about somebody who tried to sell me an Xbox one. And they went on this whole tangent about the movie 300. So <laughs> I will tell you guys that this coming okay. Monday. Okay. So if you forget, I'm going to kill you. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to write it down so I don't forget. But okay. it's a real thing. I have the text messages. And I'll, I'll show you sushi after this because okay. it's hilarious. Okay. But okay. I'm saying it now but with that the, way. The, the bread like, bag and the penis, right? <laughs> not to divert. <laughs> no, I'm not going to show you. <laughs> I'm not going to show you a dick in a bread Did, bag. <laughs> I'm just imagining a man putting a bread bag on his There's dick so and then retying it with the twist tie. Oh, my God. He's got the little bread tie and the twist tie. Oh, no. Does he use, does he use like a plastic one, a little plastic square thing? Oh, my God. Or he, he can. Just, yes. He can. Or like the metal one. Oh, God. Well, cock ring, I guess. You get a little, <laughs> he get the little, little, little twist tie right and you twist it just enough. It's cock ring. I'm, Bam! I condom cock ring. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want us to be the podcast that you know is known for starting the trend of dudes trying to use bread bags as condoms. Well, so no, I don't want that on my hands. Hey, but it's funny to think about. It is funny to think. Don't about. ever put a bread bag on your dick and use it as a condom. You can put a bread bag on your dick. I don't care, but don't in, be inserting that into nobody. <laughs> no. Just do it for fun in your house and just look at it and then take I it mean, off. Look at if it. If you want to like look at it and then look at yourself and then slap yourself in the face. <laughs> Holy shit. 
I love the fact that you listened to that and thought, oh no, not again. (laughs) (laughs) There's more people like this. He's got his dick in a bread bag again. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Steve, you know that doesn't work. (laughs) Steve, where do you think those four kids came from? (laughs) Fucking Steve. Damn it, Steve, you can't even afford the bread anymore. You tore another bread bag, Steve. Oh my god. Steve dates a baker. Maybe he forgot to take out the heel. So they got a little extra cushion, a little, little cushion. I don't like that you call it a heel. That's what it's called. It's not called a heel. What do you call the end of a bread loaf? Sushi. You, you the bread out. ends. The bread ends? Yeah. It's called the heel. Yeah. No, it's called the fucking end. I've never heard it called a heel before. Okay. I've never heard it. Everybody listening, let us know. Do you call What do you call the end of the bread loaf? <sighs> I'm going to put We're out. I'm going to tweet it right now. Vermont. So... I'm going to fucking poll Twitter. Uh, we're gonna, yeah. I'm doing it right now, yeah. <laughs> is it a, is it a heel it. or is it an end? So, okay. Let's, while, 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 while we got these composed here, let's okay. jump into these relationships. I see, so I'm already worried about the length of this because I see Sam's as two tabs. As an update. So, we'll, uh, we'll condense it. Yeah. It'll be fine. This will be the extra long episode and then, you know. You'll just have to get over it. You can just flip through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll go ahead and I got mine pulled up here. And it's pretty short. So we'll, I'll dive into this. You you guys ready for this yes. relationship? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I tweeted it. Okay. Go go follow Sushi Monster on Twitter. At Sushi Monster. You guys can find this tweet from a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And the poll was closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already over. I already won. <laughs> All right. How do I, 26 female, explain to my boyfriend, 26 male, that his business idea is completely unrealistic? I'm going to be honest. I did not read this, but I picked it hoping that we were going to get another soup tube scenario. So <laughs> okay. okay, fair, because that worked out for us. Yeah, so I don't know what this is, but I was like, God damn, maybe we'll get some soup tubes. My boyfriend and I moved in together just before the pandemic. He moved all the way across the country for me and has been having trouble finding meaningful work. Obviously, COVID-19 is not helping. He has a low-paying job now, and I generously suggested that prorate all the bills since I make, this, I make a salary. Moral of the story is, I do all the money management. I usually have to hound him to fulfill my Venmo requests for rent, bills, and groceries. He spent most of his stimulus check on unemployment or an unemployment on expensive fly fishing gear and other hobbies. What? I offered to teach him how to invest in a 401k, etc., and he seemed to be interested but never followed up. Okay, so just Real quick side tangent, now is not the time to be investing in 401k, though, right? Like, because 401k is based off the stocks, and stock market is fucking trash right now. I feel like I could be wrong on this. I'm not a fucking financial broker, but I did look at my 401k when the pandemic started, and it fucking tanked. Just saying. I'd be a little scared about that. But what do I know? Um, Now his whole, quote, pipe dream that he talks about every day is that he wants to open a fishing lodge that also functions as a restaurant. Um. I don't think he knows the first thing about starting a business. I've tried explaining that he should get experience in the industry first, that running a two-part business would be an open day or that running a two-part business that would be open day and night would cause you to have no sleep or life. 
and that starting a business is high risk and requires investors, liability insurance, etc. When I bring these things up, he says I am, quote, shitting on his pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. What of it? I am. Get over your fucking fly fishing restaurant. God. TLDR, basically my boyfriend has poor money management skills and little understanding of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I love him otherwise, and I... I'm sorry. I just love how many of these women are always like, my boyfriend's an idiot, but I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. That's I, idiot. I love him otherwise, and I could see him having a successful career in another field. I just don't believe he has the work ethic to start his own business, but he won't stop talking about it. How do I explain to him that without hurting his feelings, he needs a healthy dose of realism? All right, so this is what you do. You sit him down and you say, honey, I really love you. But goddamn, you're a fucking idiot. And I hate you sometimes. <laughs> and nobody is going to pay for anything for fly fishing. You're literally the last man on this earth who's ever bought any fly fishing gear during a fucking pandemic. Actually, I feel like a lot of people probably bought fishing gear to get out. Hey! I'm just saying. Hey! Are you a man? <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, people are trying to get out. They're going out in nature. So I can understand, like, I guess buying the fishing gear, not if you're unemployed, but people who do to get a new hobby to go out in nature and shit. But, like, the idea of, like, let me start this fishing restaurant. What, what is, like, what is the restaurant? <laughs> like, do you, do you, do you fish and then they cook it? Like, oh, what'd you catch today? I don't know. Fish? Like, okay, well, can I cook it? No, I don't know. Like, cook it for me? What, what is this restaurant? What is this, like, you fish, we cook? Who knows? I, why? Also, let's talk about the fact that she's 26 and he's 24 and a moron. <laughs> yeah. I think we should try to introduce this guy to the soup tube guy. Yeah. Yeah. They, that, that, is, that, is a, that is a good thing we could, because they could maybe combine their ideas. Yeah. Like, they're terrible got, ideas. What if you had tubes that went into your house and that just gave you fishing gear? Or, no, no. It gives you fish that goes straight into the boiling pot that you have oh. on your, yeah. It's, 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 it's got to be eating in this. The fishing gear wasn't for them. That was for his, himself. So, I, <laughs> What is it with women who are like, all right, I need to tell him that his business idea is stupid because it is like, how do I give him a, how do I, how do I give him a little dose of realism? I don't know. Find somebody fucking new who isn't so stupid. Like, oh my God, why do you have to, why do you have to like teach him what is and isn't realistic right now with his money? So, okay, I, I, reading this this comment here about, like, you know, he moved across the country during the pandemic, he has no friends, he's probably lonely, he probably dives into his hobbies and stuff, right? I do, there is, there is a sense of, like, semblance of realism to that. You know, people do kind of fall into weird hobbies. Uh, if you guys ever saw fucking like Breaking Bad, like, the fucking, the, the, the cop dude, I can't remember his name, Hank's brother-in-law, mm -hmm. when he gets, like, he gets hurt, he gets real depressed, and he gets really into collecting fucking minerals. Oh, yeah. And, like, he's, like, he's like really into collecting. Like, obviously, it's a fucking fiction and it's a TV show, but people do fall into these weird fucking hobbies, and they, like, it becomes their everything, you know? It's like, oh, I'm just really into the fucking collecting thing, and that's, like, what gets them through that. That could be something that he's doing. Maybe he's, like falling into this hobby too much, but it's still a terrible idea. Yeah. So she just needs to tell him, hey, maybe you're a little depressed. 
But this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Just fucking, it's terrible. Don't idea. spend money on your depression idea. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Exactly. Don't don't invest into your depression idea. It's okay to have them, but maybe but let's have, not look at real estate limits. in terms of yeah. depression. Your, your ideas. depression idea, your depression idea, or your depression hobby should not cost you money. It should be something no. like, oh man, you went out and bought a bunch of fucking, I don't know, tennis equipment, and now you just play tennis with yourself. Yeah. Uh, racquetball <laughs> shit, like something simple, not like. Opening a restaurant because I'm depressed. On a, on a real note, though, uh, she really does need to just sit him down and, and be like, okay, look, I'm not trying to shit on your hobby dream here, but I really do want you to see this from a logical point. And the fact that you have no money I'm, and you and you'd have for everything. I'm paying for everything. You have no money. You'd have to get loans. Yeah. You'd have to get investors. You'd have to have all of this. It, it's just like, you know, when we watch Cobra Kai for the first time, the dude's like, I got to have insurance for this. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I yeah. got to pay money for rent. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of business expenses yeah. for all businesses that you don't understand until you really get into it. Let's, right. Let's be real. We all and everybody at, at some point in time has all had the idea of starting their own business in some way. You know, everybody has the idea. But when you really start looking into what it takes to fucking do that, it is a lot. Yeah. And especially for her or for him with nothing and her fucking supporting him, which, you know, like I get right now is pandemic. You know, he can't find work and whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like he still needs to take into account. Listen, dude, she's fucking supporting you right now. Yeah. Like, what about what about what she wants to do? Maybe yeah. she doesn't want to fucking support you forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Maybe she's got shit to do, and she can't be spending all her money because she wants to run her own business. And she's took since she's taken the fucking course. I almost said tooken. Tooken. She She's taken the courses for it. Like she knows what the fuck she's talking about. You know, she already knows about four hundred one k and everything. Right. <laughs> she so she's ahead of the game. <laughs> she ahead of me. So like, yeah, I. Uh, that is a tough one. I mean, it's not. As tough as it sounds. Once again, once again, if people would just communicate properly with with each other, there wouldn't be a need for Reddit. <laughs> right. So that, True. We that, wouldn't have a show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so keep being poor communicators, so we can keep making podcasts. Yeah, episodes. exactly. Keep, keep not going to therapy and keep not talking to each other. Yeah. So that was mine. We, so okay. So before we get into whoever's going to do the next uh, portion, I just want to say that. My Twitter poll is already starting a fight. <laughs> it's already starting a fight. I've been watching it. That's why I wasn't commenting too much. Um, and there's a third contender. Some people call it the butt, which I this extra makes no sense. I So I'm not going to be like, yeah, hand me the butt of that bread. Let me get that bread butt. <laughs> yeah, let me get that bread butt. Let me retweet this here. I just want to say right now for the record, though, heel is winning. Just saying. Just it's at 50 50. What are you fucking talking about? It's at it's at 45 55 for me. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, look at this. Uh, it's 50 50 here. now for me. Yeah. But this already there's a bread fight. <laughs> I'm hosting a bread fight on my Twitter account. God. So what what's your relationships? Sushi. Oh, boy. OK, so mine again, it's it's a little long, but it does have a decent update. Oh God! So, are you ready for a long one? <laughs> oh, we got so Sam has an update too. Holy shit! This is gonna be the <laughs> longest episode. Maybe we should consult before we do these next time. We got <laughs> at least we have update ones, so we know. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's hear it. <clears throat> okay. 
my 18 female parents, 44 female, 48 male, stole my savings and sold my stuff, and I'm almost poor now. Hello, relationship advice. I never thought I would access this subreddit, but problems in my family, about problems in my family, but here we go. Some backstory. I moved to my own apartment two weeks ago after the college began again because I turned 18 midsummer and needed silence and peace so I could focus on my college. I have like three siblings. What do you mean like three? Do you have three or... Yeah. I have like Are three siblings, like three of them. <laughs> is is one a poltergeist? Like <laughs> I have like two and a half siblings, two point five. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, I had most of my stuff in my parents' home and plan to take them after I finish my college trip. A week ago, I went on a trip with my college's class abroad to a close country and spent six days there. The main goal was to study the history of it and visit the local historic attractions. It went pretty well. No one got COVID and the trip was overall cheap. I'm a nitpick, so the cheapness was one of the main reasons why I went. I got back home today to my own apartment about 10 hours ago, went to check my bank account to see how much money I spent on the trip. The only thing I saw was that all of the money was gone, around zero in the bank account. It felt like all of my mind and feelings fell to the floor and panic would rise up. I had about 4,000 euros saved. Of course, I checked the latest deposits and the money was transferred to my mom's bank account. My parents have access to my account. I tried to call them but got no response, so I decided to drive to my parents. I got to my parents and I rang the doorbell. No one was home and I had no keys, so I went with the key that's usually under the doormat. Went to my room just to see that half of my shit was gone. Necklaces, desktop computer, some of the furniture, all of my valuable stuff, and some clothes, such as one expensive dress and some brand clothes. I had no fucking idea what happened. So this time, I tried to call my dad. Dad at least answered, and I asked him about this fucking situation. He literally said, that stuff was from our wallets. You're on your own now. (gasps) I know what he's chasing about. Yes, they bought some of my stuff, such as my desk or some clothes, but a lot of the stuff was bought by me or gifted by someone else to me they can't take my property like that in the savings about uh 1500 euros was from my summer jobs 1000 was from my relatives giving as a gift or um giving as a start the start money for adulthood the final 100 500 1500 euros was from my parents that gave the money over the years so i could get something when i'm 18 I have no idea if they actually sold my stuff, but I can't get any other reasons on my mind why my valuable stuff is gone. I have no fucking idea what to do. The only valuable things I currently have in my own apartment are a car, bed, couch, TV, desk, table, chair, perfumes, laptop, and phone. So I guess like dorm room stuff. Uh-huh. I took as much stuff uh, that was left from my room to my car. I stole a little over 600 euros in cash from their vitrine. I'm not sure what a vitrine is, but... It gets in some container. I don't know. And left the house. I'm feeling bad for stealing that money, but I had no other choice. The 600 euros isn't really enough for me to pay the next rent and bills. And I have no idea what to do. I have no idea where my parents and my siblings are. I've checked the house later today, but no one was home. I have no job currently. My boyfriend is currently an exchange student and he doesn't know about this yet. I could ask for help from social services if possible. Please, any advice. This is the trickiest issue that I've gotten into in my life. Thanks. TLDR was on a college trip, came back home. Money is gone from bank account. Went to my parents' house. All of my stuff is gone. Dad says you're on your own now. I have no money. And then the update is 
Thank you all for the advice. It has been almost a month since this happened. First off, I went to visit the bank. I wasn't able to close my account as my mother had ownership of it, but I was able to open a new one in my name. So that's what I did. My study advisor said that uh, this same thing happened before with other students now and then. That's really not a thing I could do about this. And getting into court might actually be more expensive. The study advisor supported me by giving me free study books to use for the rest of the college year. I told my boyfriend what happened. He's an exchange student at the moment, so he wasn't able to support me really. He promises to call me every single day regardless of impossibilities and will ask his parents to spend time with me and support me in some way, help with laundry, invite to eat, so on. He also sent me 500 euros. I'm really thankful I have a supportive boyfriend. Some of you suggested knowing if my family's okay. I started to worry about it, so I stalked every family member's social media every day. Apparently, they went into a spa for a few days, probably with my money, so fuck them. I also tried to visit their house every day to see if anyone's home. Later, they were. I tried to visit them, but I was just told to go away. I don't have any clue what's wrong with them. Both of their parents are also weird okay both of both of her parents parents are weird okay i sold my car i don't really need it got a handful of money from it i visited social services got a housing allowance for the rest of the year student allowance for the rest of the college and learning material supplements for the rest of the college year i got a part-time job in a fast food restaurant i'm working in the evening after school uh, after school ends and during the weekends, I was able to pay all of my rent and taxes from the last month. So shortly, I'm back on my feet now. Life is almost normal and I'm slowly earning my money back. I was in a dead end month ago. I'm happy that this got resolved so fast. I'm not being in contact with my parents until they apologize. Boyfriend is coming back next month. Thank you. Relationship uh, Reddit. Jesus Christ. So isn't that they nuts? still have no idea why yeah. their parents did any of that? Mm. Nope. She doesn't know. It's been a month. That's. <sighs> That's. I don't. I, I don't have any advice. I, I know. I don't even know what to fucking there's say. No, like, there's, I, there's I obviously. I can go. Let me go to the main post. There's obviously more here <laughs> that we're not being told. Yeah. There's I feel like there's not there's, enough there's information. Definitely not enough information here. Something happened because, like, I mean, one. People don't just do that without a fucking reason. There's got to be a motive mm -hmm. or some sort of reasoning as to why they would do it. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't really have any. I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, besides, it sucks and fucking. It's, it's also it's a very American thing to, like, kick out your children at 18. So mm -hmm. it's weird that this is happening in Europe. Mm -hmm. That's not a typically European. But also, and it's not a very American thing to kick your kids out and steal their money, though. Well, uh. maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't say specifically. I'm reading the comments. This one's wild. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any. It sounds like they did literally what they could if they if they've just, gone and you know gotten allowances and 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 gotten a job. It, it, you know, I don't know if they want to like at all like their parents are literally telling them to go away so i don't know if that 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 relationship is even like salvageable i mean yeah I'm, like go away in what terms like am i invited for thanksgiving what's going on no nah, i'm sorry the moment they do that the moment they, the moment somebody yeah. steals money out of my bank account they're done anyway I'm yeah fuck who they are yeah you're done. Like, too to go to a spa yeah you're yeah. done like I, I would want nothing to do with them family or not if you steal money from my fucking bank account bullshit yeah I'm out. like that's all that's the only thing go I to a say. spa yeah i'd rather you spend it on drugs yeah 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I would rather you have, like, a serious issue. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I'm being serious. I would rather you have, like, a, a straight-up crack issue and you clean out my bank account. Because at least there's a reason for that and I can rationalize that. Mm -hmm. But to clear out this, this little girl's bank account... Um, with not a lot of money to begin with and she is in college and doesn't have a job, that's unsafe. Yeah. To go to a spa. Yeah, that one that one's hard because I mean you, you, I don't I don't even know what to say. It it really like, does sound like she did all that she could and honestly, like I wouldn't even try to salvage this. This is if they want to fucking fix this and they can come and apologize and, and give her and fucking give money, money back. back. Yeah. But you know, I I'm re that really sucks that they did this while she was gone. Yeah. So. Sold her stuff, probably, possibly. Stole her money. Why are you stealing a little kid's money? I don't know. God. Yeah, that one's that one's hard. I, I really don't have I don't think I have yeah. any good all, advice all, for that one. All I have is just no. fuck them. That's yeah. all I really got. So yeah. they're toxic. Don't they're toxic. toxic. Don't all right. So what do you got for us? So mine mine's a little messy too. So Mine is, my wife stopped taking her birth control without informing me. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I have been married almost nine months. We tied the knot last December. We came into the relationship both wanting children. However, we had mutually discussed and agreed to wait until we owned a home. I finished school, and we had our finances in order more to start trying. The entirety of her relationship, she's been on the pill, is her preferred method of birth control. My wife is out having dinner with her parents tonight while I'm hanging out at the house with some friends. She had ordered groceries to be delivered earlier today, and when they arrived, I, of course, started to put things away. One of the items she purchased was a pregnancy test, which was such a shock that I literally felt my stomach drop when I saw it. Immediately, I called her and asked why on earth she ordered a pregnancy test. Turns out, about a month ago, she decided to stop taking her pill because she thought we were ready for children. I asked why she wouldn't get my input on something so huge, and she replied that she wanted to surprise me. I told her there's literally a hundred different surprises that I would prefer currently. Told her I'd see her later and ended the call. Her period is due later this week, so unless she plans on taking it early, we won't know if she's pregnant for a few days. I'm livid. We are not in the position to become parents currently. I certainly uh, don't want to be bringing a newborn into the world during a pandemic. I don't know if it's justified considering we are married and both eventually want children, but I feel absolutely betrayed that she would make a decision like this behind my back. We had even agreed that if somehow we got pregnant while she was on the pill that we wouldn't go through with the pregnancy. I know she'll be coming home soon, and honestly, I don't even want to look at her right now or know what to say. Am I right to be upset about this? What should I do? I'm currently working a full-time job while pursuing my master's. I literally do not have have the time to be a suitable parent edit she just texted me i'm so sorry that you're reacting this way you've seemed you've seemed really unhappy lately and i thought you would consider this good news jesus whoa so it's kind of interesting because like a lot of times you hear these stories and always like the dude like trying to get like trying to get the girl pregnant without her consent or telling her or whatever this is literally like the, they flipped the fucking script mm -hmm. on it like mm -hmm. yeah so, uh, in, in my opinion, um, she is, she is such an asshole in this because not, not only did she not tell him she stopped taking her pill, um, but when she texts him, she doesn't apologize. She says, I'm sorry, you're reacting this way. Yeah. That's not an apology. She doesn't think anything's wrong here. Um, no, 
there is something definitely wrong here in the fact that you you both agreed like hey okay we've agreed this is this is our preferred method which is you know i'm on, on, she's on the birth control pill yeah she's going to be taking that like normal yeah and to not tell him that she's just taking like, oh i thought this would be good news for you why <laughs> we didn't agree to this look outside karen <laughs> look look what's happening yeah. why yeah. why yeah the uh. So like I, this isn't a kitten you're bringing home. No, it's a fucking yeah. human being. Yeah. This is not a brand new dog that you thought he would. He'd be super excited to take care of this brand new dog. This is right. a child you're gonna be bringing into the world for the next eighteen years at minimum to take yeah. care of. Or um, like you're sad. Here's a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the apology. That's what really, you do. You don't get knocked up. Yeah. And the apology kind of pisses me off because yes. that apology reeks of of social media apology of mm-hmm. always starting with uh, I'm or we're sorry that you were offended. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. No, it should be. I'm sorry for offending you, mm-hmm. motherfucker. But that yeah. it's, always, it's always no matter what, it's deflection that puts it onto them. Like, yep. oh, it's your fault. You were offended. Yep. I guess I'm sorry for that. But I'm not really like. And that's what this is. Is like, I'm sorry you reacted that way. Yeah, I feel bad. That you're, no, you don't like. Yep. Um, so there is an update and he, and he says, I never expected the amount of replies I ended up receiving on my post, nor did I even realize the gravity of my wife's betrayal at the time of posting. I had a lot of people comment or reach out asking for an update. So here it goes. I had made the decision that until we knew if she was pregnant or not, that I just wanted some distance to thank and cool down from my initial anger and shock. I told the wife this and spent a few days over at a buddy's house trying to process everything. Ironically, my wife's birthday fell within the days I wasn't home, so she's been extremely pissed at me, too. She ended up informing me this morning that she got her period and asked if that means I'm coming home now. I'm still feeling extremely betrayed by her, and although we did dodge the bullet this time around, I have so little trust in my wife now that I don't know if our relationship will be salvageable. I I'd rather be a young divorcee than feel like I need to keep my condoms in a lockbox or something to prevent my own spouse from tampering with them. I'm not 100% sure if therapy would even be worth it considering she's still infallible in her own mind. But I guess if she sees the light and genuinely apologizes soon, I'll be willing to pursue it just because I do love her. As far as I'm concerned, the ball's in her court. And if she wants to try and make this right, it's going to take some actions on her part that shows she's truly sorry and willing to earn my trust back. I'm not sure that even if she does make the effort that our relationship is repairable at this point, but maybe after some extensive couples therapy, we can figure out exactly where our relationship went wrong, where she thought that behavior would be acceptable. Thanks, Reddit. And that's the thing, too, is, you know what? If, if, you, if you even have the thought about, I need to protect my condoms now from yeah. my partner tampering from with them, spouse. you do not need to be... Um, having sex with that person any longer because this is honestly they're not trying to protect you I'm not gonna lie I feel like once this person tries this one time they're going to continue to do it and and that's just it I'm out at that yeah Yeah. like honestly because like that's one of those things too like say say going forward they are you know they're having sex wherever they they are they they are being protective Mm -hmm. But she gets pregnant. He's forever gonna wonder: Did she tamper with this? Yeah. Did she? Was she on her birth control? Yeah. Did she tamper with my con? That that thought's not gonna go away because she she broke that trust so severely. Like, and that- trust is so easily breakable, in my opinion, too. When mm-hmm. you do these types of things, like, I just feel like I don't know. I you know, even he's like, I'm not sure therapy will be you know, a generally a good idea at this point because how's he gonna get that trust back? 
Right. You know, like... He's always going to be, and he, and he even says in the first post, like, we had decided that even if she were to get pregnant on the pill, we probably wouldn't go through with the pregnancy because we've agreed, like, we need to get our life together. Yeah. Um, and be more financially, you know, here, and I want to get out of college. To that. It doesn't he's sound like for, she agreed to that. Yeah, he's going for his master's degree. He wants to be done with school before they have a child, blah, blah, blah. They want to own yeah. their own home. And right. here she is. She's like, well, you've been unhappy lately. Let me give you a screaming newborn. Yeah, um, that's... While you're studying for your master's degree. You know... This woman going to go out and adopt the kid and not tell him. Yeah. <laughs> there, oh there's, there's so many variables here where um, he is going to try and protect himself as much as possible, but she's still going to end up pregnant. Somehow, yeah. some way. Um, she, she she basically, by doing this, and also by not realizing the gravity of what she's done mm-hmm. and basically just being that infallible mindset, she has tanked their marriage. Yeah, she has. She literally tanked that relationship. Not only that, but this whole thing, she has, she has uh, betrayed his trust, right? He's already upset and in shock that his wife would do this to him. She's pissed because he won't come home because it's her birthday. Motherfucker... Fuck your birthday. This is way more important. Right? Uh, like, for real. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> like, fuck your birthday. I'm sorry that you decided to do this two days before your birthday. Like, this is your problem. Yeah. You caused this. They, you have no right to be angry at him. It's almost like these are consequences for your actions. Oh, my God. Are those the consequences of my own actions? <laughs> wow. Is that what that looks like over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. What a messy, Yikes. that what a mega mess this whole Wednesday was. I feel like these episodes have gotten messier though the further we go along. Well, I'll, honestly, ridiculous. Probably because of the fucking pandemic and yeah. people are losing their goddamn minds yeah. and acting irrationally. And the longer we're in quarantine like this, well, some of us, yeah. uh, you know, the the crazier these people end up getting for some reason. <laughs> wow, fucking real. God. <sighs> well. If you guys are messy and you want to tell us about it, <laughs> send us your messy stories. Let us be I the love judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. If you guys got the stories, even if they're not yours, just send them to us. We'll read them. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll, t- we'll 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 take a sneak peek. Yeah, we definitely want to peek a sneak. Yeah. So that being said, thank you guys so much for listening for this fucking gigantic mega episode here. Uh, <laughs> Mega asshole. It's a mega asshole. <laughs> mega asshole. It's as wide as they come. Yeah. Don't oh my god. <laughs> Gaping. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Monday, and don't forget, next Monday I'm going to tell you guys that story that you know about the uh, the text I got. So god. that's a little tantalizing. Your own Craigslist Ooh, story. My, yeah. So actually, and, it, and, is, it is my own Craigslist story because it came from me posting on Craigslist. Oh, so that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. This that's is exciting. exciting. Okay. And so. let us know uh, on Twitter or wherever what you call the end of bread. Yeah. Yes. This is yes. very important. Tag we, us. I need to know. Do you call it the butt, bread ends, or the heel? It's the heel. Why can't you call it the elbow? All these names are stupid. Yeah. They're all fucking just. It's the end of the Does bread. Does anyone call it the elbow of the bread? It's just fucking the end of the bread. It's not the fucking heel. It's the heel because, like, it's it's on both sides. Like, it can't be the end if it's on one side. That means, where's the start begin? What do you mean? We, the heel is at the back of the foot. Yeah, but it's also in the front. No, it's not. No, not what? I'm talking about the, 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 <laughs> the heel of the bread. Do, oh <laughs> the heel in the front of your foot? <laughs> the Listen. end of the bread is what you give the dog. 
The dog gets the engine for it because nobody wants to fucking eat that shit. They got too much fucking that that whatever cover on the back of it. You can't eat that. That goes to the dog and the chickens. Yep. And that being said, <laughs> goodbye until Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.